The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, here we are at Mr. Nelson Show 476. Can't be completely certain on that because Red Nectarton is not available as he is embroiled with a debate uh, with Lefty Turnington. Uh, What's the debate about? Well, the same old thing. Yes, uh, Trump's been indicted again, uh, apparently because uh, the deal is he knows he lost the election, but he keeps lying that he didn't, that it was somehow stolen. Uh, Apparently, uh, doing this will get you over 600 years in prison. Uh, which is strange because none of that happened to uh, all the de- election denying uh, from 2016 uh, that uh, somehow the Russians helped Trump uh, win that election. So you're perfectly fine and, and spilling that all over the floor uh, with no evidence whatsoever. Uh, and uh, quite a few to the contrary and uh, tons of celebrities uh, demanding that electors change their votes and all that Uh, that's part of the uh, charges I believe against Trump that he was trying to get electors to change their votes Uh, even though uh, 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 as the Democrats demonstrated then they believed that was perfectly fine uh, especially since uh, there's precedent they've done it (laughs) Did it for Kennedy back in the early 60s. So um, strange that it's now suddenly a crime. But the deal is, is uh, you've got to remember, uh, heads I win, tells you lose is the rule. Uh, Democrats can, Republicans can't. So uh, I guess that's the nature of it. So, but merely uh, believing, uh, I mean, not believing that he, he actually knows he didn't. Uh, lose he just keeps lying about it and um so that's the charge uh against him <laughs> which the good news is if this becomes president then i guess suppose every politician in elected office will now have to go to prison for over 600 years uh because well i think you know the deal by a staggering coincidence uh more details of the biden crime family operations keeps coming out uh, it's funny how that happens. Every time it does, Trump gets another indictment. And there's more on the way, you know. Those will be great stumbling blocks for his campaign because um, nobody wants Joe Biden reelected. <laughs> Can he get there? I, hmm. So anyway, um, you know, but, but it's a serious problem. Uh, I guess it, it's all finagled with uh, January 6th that, you know, Trump uh, uh, organized it, triggered it, um, and it led to some broken windows. And uh, boy, that's terrible. So I uh, got to gotta punish that with 600 years. Uh, meanwhile, Joe Biden apparently it seems bound to determine to lead us into uh, World War Three. 
with uh, Russia over Ukraine. Uh, fascinating, isn't it? Uh, but that's fine. That's perfectly all right. Uh, but uh, look, if if the nukes fly, your best bet is to be at ground zero. That way you will evaporate rather quickly. If you're just, you know, in the suburbs of a, of a given city or what have you, whew, well, it's going to be pretty rough. Uh, it's going to take a couple of years, maybe, uh, for you to die. Uh, and it's going to be really horrific and painful. Diarrhea and puking, uh, skin falling off, stuff like that. If you're a little further outside, it's going to last a lot longer. And ultimately, uh, Mad Max is putting it mildly as to the type of world you'll inherit. Uh, Mad Max, I don't think, ever really got into the cannibalism and stuff like that. So, you know, you got that to look forward to. Not a whole lot. People living out in the middle of the Pacific on certain islands probably be all right. Maybe they'll inherit the Earth. But let's be honest, yeah, the ultimate inheritors of the Earth will be, you know, bugs. Uh, despite the World Economic Forum's attempts for us to eat them, uh, we'll, we'll, ne we'll never be able to eat them all. So, uh, yeah, roaches uh, will rule the world. Well, come on. They already do. So, what the hell? We're just we're just wasting time here, aren't we? Yeah. Oh well. Uh, stick around. There's some Bayou Crime Report from Red Neckerton, uh, a new episode of Baron Void, and uh, Lefty and me uh, review yet another episode of Space 1999. So stick around for more Nelson Show coming your way. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. MR. N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Hey, you want some more Nelson stuff? Well, who doesn't? Well, sometimes I don't. Well, no one cares what you think, Lefty. That's not true. Anyway, if you want some more Nelson stuff, you head over to the Nelson ratings. That's ratings. Ratings. I know how to say it. Head over to the NelsonRatings.locals.com. There's all kind of extra goodies and Nelson stuff there. That's right, Red. There's all kind of artwork and uh, all kind of uh, uh, audio stories that he, he posts there and stuff. And then links to his YouTube videos for, and uh, those other nasty video platforms like Brightweight places like Rumble, which you should never watch. You can just get it at YouTube, so don't even bother with that. You can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, they need direction. No, they don't. They're no field side for themselves. Shut up. Red, damn it. But there's also, uh, you know, like his artwork and stuff. And then there's this poor man mystery science theater treatment of all public domain movies of the sci-fi and horror genre. You can check that out. Yeah, but you got to be a super supporter then and subscribe. And you do that and you help out old Mr. Nelson to bring you more stuff of his Nelson, you know, stuff. Well, yeah, that's okay. That's good enough, I guess. You're damn right. So head over to Nelson Ratings. 
Locals.com. Well, you almost lost it there. Shut up, Lefty. So anyway, there you go, folks. Head over to NelsonRatings.Locals.com and get yourself some more Nelson goodies. And now, it's time for the Bayou Crime Report. Hey, I'm Red Nickerton. Well, a 23-year-old software man caught hiding under a mobile home has been charged in an early morning shooting. Kakashu Parish Sheriff's Office spokesperson Kayla Vincent said Aaron E. Fontenot is accused of attempted second-degree murder and his bond has been set at $250,000. I can guarantee you he ain't got it. Well, anyway, deputies were dispatched to Sherry Street in reference to a medical emergency. Upon deputies' arrival, they located a victim suffering from a gunshot wound. During the course of the initial investigation, Fontenot was named as a person of interest. And he was later found at about 10 a.m. hiding under a mobile home one street over from where the shooting occurred. Yeah, boy, big man, when you got the gun, uh, boy, but when the popo comes looking for you, you go hiding under a goddamn trailer house like a little scared sissy boy. Anyway, he was arrested and booked into the Kakashu Correctional Center and charged with trespassing. After further investigation, detectives issued a warrant signed by Judge Tony Fazio, additionally charging Fontenot with attempted second-degree murder for the shooting. The victim was initially transported to a local hospital. Yeah, I can tell you that one ain't much more than a Band-Aid station. So, uh, he was later transported to a hospital out of town and is listed in critical condition. You better hope he pulls through, Fontenot. Otherwise, well, you can guess how that's going to turn out. Anyway, it took him a while to put two and two together as this idiot was so stupid as to not hide under his own trailer house. He hid under someone else's. So he got charged with trespassing. And they're like, hey, we got a guy over here been shot. Hmm. Yep. This is our guy. Because, you know, most people don't spend a whole lot of time underneath the trailer house. Anyway, for the Bayou Crime Report, I am Red Neckerton reminding you to keep your goddamn holes clean. The Bayou Crime Report is a presentation of Nelson Productions. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, oh, this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters? Is that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where that? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Starcon shirt. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well, 
Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. And now it's time for the Idiot Bitches of the Baron There we are. There we are finally on course. No doubt about it. Yeah, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, the perpetual pessimist, Russell. But I understand the necessary safety of denial. It's not denial, this experience. <laughs> My good fellow, I assure you, the instruments are telling the truth. Well, what was that we just went through? Oh, that was the vortex storm, Cliff. Vortex storm? Oh, yes. Well, you have to understand that the time-space vortex through which we travel between the dimensions of the multiverse uh, is a very unstable entity, uh, rife with a multitude of hazards, which is why the time tower is so very significant, which allows one to navigate uh, these vortexes, you you understand? Otherwise, well, uh, the danger could lead to being hopelessly lost for all eternity, or, of course, uh, being completely disintegrated. Well, we've certainly done the hopelessly lost bit. Let's uh, hope we don't end up doing the latter. <laughs> of course, Russell, you, you were aware that uh, our initial departure was rather hasty and unprepared. It's the danger of that. And of course, the circumstances were such that, uh, well, it was unavoidable. It's all because of that synthoid that attacked me. Well, Russell, the sad truth is Biddy and I have accumulated enemies, and synthoids are just one of the many agents that are dispatched to find us or ultimately do us harm. And so, uh, unfortunately, we were found out while we were staying in, um, in your universe, on your version of, of the Earth. Our Earth? So once we get home, I I guess you and Biddy will have to leave. I'm afraid so, Miss Montgomery. Your world has become unsafe for us. And if it's unsafe for us, our very presence could mean trouble for you and your world. So uh, there's really no question about it. Unfortunately, we can't stay. Which is a pity, because uh, we really were settled in and enjoying our quiet life that we had developed there. Yes, I made so many friends there, including Cliff and you, Lola, and I will miss you all. Oh, I'll miss you too, Biddy. Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm even going to miss you, Baron. <laughs> I understand, Russell. We've had our difficulties, yes, but I'm glad that we we could end on good terms. Yeah. I mean, if you could actually get us home, that hasn't happened just yet. Oh, Russell, I know we've had our stumbles, little detours here and there, but I assure you this time it's it's the final deal, Stand uh, even more stumbles within the vortex itself, uh, certain turbulence. But I assure you, uh, your incapable, experienced hands from now on, it's smooth sailing. Well, 
the hell was that? What is it? Time storm again? What? Never, never, never. Not this soon after the initial storm. I don't know, Baron. You know that old saying, lightning never strikes twice? Turns out, it's not true. No, oh, oh, my God. No, 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 no. Hi. Turns out, lightning never strikes three times is also not true. Okay. Hold on. We're being forced out of the vortex. Is everyone all right? Are you okay, Papa? Yeah, seem to be all in one piece. Oh, sure. Barring a few standard bruises, everything is just fabulous. All right. Where are we? Uh, uh, well, uh... uh, Oh, God. Now, just a minute, Russell. Ah, it's... Well, it's it's your world. Uh, Just uh, not the exact right place, which I still can't quite determine. Uh, uh, The instruments are all scattered. uh, But the, the, the bigger mistake is we've... Well, we arrived a little too soon. Too soon? Yes. Uh, by my reckoning, uh, perhaps about 3,000 years too soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. Can't say I'm surprised at this point. <laughs> it's, uh, what the hell? Did, did we crash into a building? What is that out there? Uh, I'm not certain. Some sort of wooden structure. Oh, no, Papa. There's, there's men in there. Yeah, they look like they're dressed like, I don't know, gladiators. Well, not the Roman variety. It's a little early for that. They appear to be dead. Oh, no. Uh, At the very least, in really bad shape. Did, did we just kill these men? Well, not intentionally, obviously. But our best bet is uh, to leave as fast as we can. Well, hang on a minute, Baron. Looks like some of those guys are moving. We can help the survivors, at least. No, no, absolutely not. We've done enough damage to this timeline. Your timeline, Russell. We have to leave as fast as we can before there's any more temporal damage done to it. Well, it's a little late for that, isn't it, Baron? I mean, there's a bunch of possible dead guys there. Yes, Miss Montgomery. I'm not arguing there's no damage as of now. There clearly is, but... For the overall timeline, we'll just, well, have to hope that these poor souls' impact upon it was always insignificant. Oh, man! Oh, Papa, other people are approaching with torches! Hmm? Oh, well, there you have it. If there are survivors, then they can lend them aid. In the meantime, we must make haste. We can't allow them to see the pan van. Well, whether they see it or not, they're gonna know something happened. Yes, they'll probably figure it was an act of the gods or something like that, and that'll have to suffice. (laughs) If you say so. Yes, I do. Besides, Russell, the longer we dwell here, the more difficult it is to reestablish the link to the Time Tower's position in your time zone and world. All right, Baron, once again, it's your call.
my liege. Look, Greek soldiers. So, it was all a clever trick. Should have known, should have known, but the gods have smiled upon us and revealed this treachery. Dispatch the survivors. At once. Quickly. Without centuries, obviously their cohorts are hiding beyond the walls, waiting for them to open the doors. We must make haste for this advantage. It's ever fleeting. Once we dispatch them, then we must strike upon their fleet, take what's left of it to add it to our own, and then set sail to take our vengeance and eliminate the threat of the Greeks. This could have been our absolute destruction, but praise be to the gods, we will now reverse it and make this the beginning of a new age for Troy. Oh no, what consequences will Baron and his crew discover in the future now that they have irrevocably altered the outcome of the Trojan War? Perhaps we'll find out in the next exciting episode of Baron Void. You have been listening to Baron Void, written, produced, and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music comes courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Well, I found time to watch another episode of Space 1999. Well, it's about that time. So, how'd this one go? Well, kind of in between. You know, there's some that are really bad, especially in the second season, and some that, you know. At least trying, you know, and a couple of them did pretty good. You know, uh, this one is kind of, sort of, somewhere in between. Okay, so what's what's the deal here? Well, they come across this planet, and they think they're going to find some uh, rare mineral ore that they need to uh, help out the Alpha Base, I don't know, keep its life support systems going or something like that. But don't they have, like, nuclear powers? Yeah, you would think so. That would you know, maintain their, you know, energy they need for their life support systems in particular. I Anyway, they need it. Yeah, it's basically the MacGuffin. I, more or less, it's, yeah, the MacGuffin ore. <laughs> MacGuffinite. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, so the setup is, you know, you got uh, Koenig and Dr. Russell. Now, why is she going? Well, in case any of them gets some cuts and bruises, you know, she can put a Band-Aid on it. Okay, yeah. And, uh, well, they got the guy, Tony, whatever he is, uh, who's basically there to be the boyfriend of the alien girl who's a shapeshifter. Okay, right. And she's along for the ride, too. Excellent. Because they might need her to turn into something. Yeah, they usually do. 
I guess if she turned into the actual ore, but then they would be using her for their fuel stars. So that would probably be very painful, if not lethal. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. So, uh, but along for the ride, uh, they've got a Texas cowboy from Ireland. Well, how could he be a Texas cowboy if he's from Ireland? Well, apparently he moved to Texas, really liked it, and uh, wears a cowboy hat all the time. And, you know, tries to be a cowboy. All right, whatever. Yeah, so I guess he's some guy from Ireland who couldn't really get rid of his accent totally. He pretty much did, though. So, but anyway, I guess they thought, hey, to, to, to cover any inconsistencies there, they just went ahead and said that he's really from Ireland, uh, but just, uh, but really uh, identifies with Texas. Oh, my God, that's right. He identifies with Texas. That's a, a poor choice of states, but nevertheless, you do you. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he's got, he's, uh, they were quite the ladies' man. Oh, a toxic male. Well, and, uh, he's like busting a move on Maya, the alien shape-shifting girl. Oh my goodness. Wow. Tony's not going to like that. No, he does it. What does he do about it? Well, he's, he stares at the Irish Texas cowboy and goes, hmm. Mm. And that's it? Pretty much, yeah. For the rest of the show, he uh, he's in a coma. Oh, my God. What happens? Well, they come upon this uh, cave, and they're looking at this rock, and the Texas Irish cowboy says, hey, that's the rock we're looking for. And then it does something to Tony and knocks him on his ass. <laughs> oh, that guy right in front of Maya? I think so, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he has to go back to the ship, and they, they, they I think they think he's dead. And they, oh my God, yeah. But then uh, he gets up and walks around and and stuff, and they realize something's not right here. Yeah, dead people don't tend to do that, right? And uh, well, long story short, he's possessed by the rock itself. Oh my God, it's a life form. Yeah, you know, so like Star Trek, uh, back to Star Trek. Yeah, the, the, you know, they would they realize there's other forms of life, uh, silicon based life. They thought with uh, you know the devil in the dark stuff like that, uh, where these rock creatures are actual living forms. And so you had this uh, rock that they ultimately concluded uh, was so uh, in need of water that it apparently drained the planet's water supply well that's really stupid was it a really fat rock i mean it's a whole planet it wasn't that big that's odd but i guess it's lost weight since it ran out of water oh right so there wasn't a whole lot of vegetation around you know well of course not there's no water yeah and so it reached out to them and wanted to use them to get it more water well the human beings are mostly water that's right Apparently, it didn't figure that out. It could have just drained them. But then, I guess, by reading Tony's mind, and then, uh, it, well, it doesn't exactly take over. Did it take over, Helena? I can't even remember. But then it did. Well, it held her hostage. I think it did. But anyway, the point is, it could read their minds, and it figured out how to work the ship, and all this type of stuff to get back to Alpha. And they, oh, no, we can't let it do that. It'll, it'll take all our water. You know, um, so I guess it figured, hey, if I, I could, you know, drink these people, but if I did, that would be it, and then I'd be back where I started. But now I have a means of getting off the planet and seeking out other sources of water. Yeah, but he'd probably just drain the whole water supply at Alpha and then 
still be back where he started, kind of, except it would just be on that floating moon. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, it it's a bit of a stretch that it figures out everything. But if it can read minds, then it's done. Yeah, I guess. So, you know, they go back and forth. And uh, Texas Irishman uh, still is determined to get the, the rock because uh, it's all he's good for. He's like a geologist or whatever. And then we'll never see him again. They keep doing that. I mean, how many crew members do they have? I think they said, but it must be a lot because, yeah, every now and then there'll be a new character just standing around and you've never seen him before and then you'll never see him again. Um, and uh, But this came up because, well, that's his field. And so, the, hey, uh, Irish Texas cowboy. Uh, we need you to go get that rock and make sure it's the right one. And he's, All right. So he heads on down there and does it. And, you know. So anyway, in order to, to fool it, they did get Maya to turn into the rock. Oh, my God. And then the rock almost merged with her. Oh, gosh, that's disgusting. It, yeah. Yeah. So they had to hurry up and save her from the rock, which, you know, they did. And, uh, well, the, they shot it and dumped it out the door and and then they left you know but then they felt bad about it now why would they do that after all it did well it was just trying to survive but apparently it did all this to itself yeah well whatever they decided to uh you know make it rain by uh, charging the atmosphere now wait a minute there's still so there's like clouds that becomes water supply it yes exactly well, then eventually it would have rained anyway. You would think. But, uh, you know, the rock was really thirsty. Boy, talk about. And um, so anyway, yeah, they cause it to rain. And uh, so it does. And they, hey, no, yeah, I hope everything works out, I, I guess. I but they still don't have their rock for their, yeah, well, I guess they're not totally running out. And. Again, they have nuclear power, so I don't know. But anyway, I guess they're good. Yeah, and you know what? Life is a lot of guessing. It sure is. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch, <laughs> got fired.